0: Welcome to the Dating Kinky podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. So, our new Dating Kinky site is in live beta at beta.datingkinky.com. That's B E T A.datingkinky.com. And we're thrilled. We're working out some minor bugs, and within the next week or so, hope to migrate all of our users to the new system. And that's been taking up a bit of my time lately. But I've been writing and I figure it's high time I share some of that with you. Manipulation and abuse is not always malevolent. In fact, I would postulate that it rarely is. It's rarely intentional, considered, or thought through. It's a behavior formed through the years of getting what they want from people by doing whatever behavior works. The fact that it manipulates people probably doesn't even enter their mind. The fact that they are not entitled to whatever they're angling to get hmm, also doesn't enter their mind. They just do what works, or rather, what they think works. Mark Tixera wore two different socks. Mark Texera, nicknamed Tex, is an American former professional baseball first baseman who played 14 seasons in Major League Baseball. He played for the Texas Rangers, Atlanta Braves, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and the New York Yankees. His memorable memorable superstition was created when one of CC Sabathia's socks accidentally ended up in his locker. Texera, Tex, unknowingly put on one sock with the number 25 on it, his number, and another sock with the number 52 on it, Sabathia's number. He didn't notice until the game had already started, and Texera had one of the better games of his career. Following Texera's two-home run, six-RBI performance, he decided that he was going to wear the two different socks in future games quoted from Baseball's 50 Weirdest All-Time Superstitions. While I'd say that crying to get your way is far more common than thinking that wearing two different socks helps you win baseball games, the behaviors are created in the same way. Tex, though, probably knew that it was an odd behavior and chose to do it anyway, and every good game reinforced his belief. Someone who cried often when they were young and whose friends and family gave in to tears may have no idea why they feel sad and start tearing up every time someone denies them something. Which is worse because their mind and body go on autopilot without their buy-in. And every time they get what they want, the behavior is strengthened. Actually, Even if they don't get what they want sometimes, when they do, it's strengthened even more. Because once a behavior has been rewarded enough to make it part of a repertoire, every time it is rewarded, even with long stretches in between, it reinforces itself. Want to know more about that? Look up variable reinforcement. It's what keeps gambling addicts playing the slot machines and so on. I'll put the link in the podcast description. So as I've said in previous writings, I do my best to assume good intentions in others behaviors, or at least I do my best to not assume negative intentions. However, it really doesn't matter a whole lot because in this case, The intention is to get their way, whether they realize it or not, and getting their way means manipulating someone. Whether they are conscious of their manipulation or acting entirely on instinct, the potential damage is the same. Sure, it might change how I would react or communicate with someone to know that they are not being an entitled snot on purpose. Maybe. Maybe not, because my priority is not them and what they want or their entire psychological past. It's me and my safety and my happiness and my well-being. And that usually means cutting people off when they exhibit repeated patterns of behavior that clearly communicate. They feel entitled to my time, my attention, or whatever it is they're trying trying to manipulate me for, and are willing to manipulate me for. So now what? Well, like I said, knowing that someone may not be intentionally manipulating me matters to me. I may try to point out their behavior so they might choose to change. I may suggest some reading or some other ways to communicate their thoughts and feelings that are less manipulative or abusive or honestly, I may not, especially if they have overstepped a boundary of mine. It might also change how I speak about them if people ask, unless their behaviors, regardless of the intention, were a danger to themselves and or others. More though, this is a reminder to each of us to think through how we might react to certain things, especially those things with which we might have a behavior pattern, and ask ourselves if we are the ones being manipulative or abusive to get our way, even unintentionally. Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me at DatingKinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. You can find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, And on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.